Through love bombing and idealization, people with borderline personality disorder tend to mirror you. Well, they tend to give you what you want. How long can they keep up with that? We'll explore this in this edition of My Inner Torch. Well, it's always interesting to read on Quora, and I do, as I said, I have no affiliate links or any type of financial incentive to direct you to Quora.com. But there are a lot of different feeds on there uh, by of people with borderline personality disorder and people who are dealing with borderline personality disorder, narcissistic personality disorder. There's a lot of great information because what you're getting from on there on Quora is perspectives from people with BPD who kind of help you understand how to deal with your significant other, uh, your mother, your father, a cousin, uh, a lover, maybe even just a friend or a work associate that you suspect has borderline personality disorder. How do you deal with it? And it's always interesting to get a perspective from somebody who has BPD. In this case, Christina Horst, and she's been clinically diagnosed with BPD and ASPD. So um, she basically answered a question of how long does a person with borderline personality disorder mirror somebody? How long is it possible to keep up the act? Well, her response is it's not an act. As long as we like, love, and idealize you and see you as all good, we will mirror you and reflect back only your positive qualities. Not because we're acting and want to trap you, but because we actually do like you a lot and we want to please you. So you would love us. We want to be loved. That's all there is to it. So the mirroring aspect of things where the borderline is essentially becoming the, the ideal person, okay? This is the beginning. Um, this is the luminary stage of the relationship that you enter. And this is something that I think happens in all relationships, either people with a personality disorder or just a normal relationship. You do go through a luminary stage where you you try to be the most perfect person to the person you are being with, that you're in a relationship with. And then eventually... As time goes on, we kind of let our guard down, we become, become more comfortable, and maybe we show qualities that might not be uh, as attractive as we initially showed, as we initially made the efforts, and we kind of don't make the effort anymore. And so that's how relationships sometimes become stale. That's how relationships sometimes break down. But with a person with personality, borderline personality disorder, you know, when they like you, they will mirror you subconsciously. They're apparently not aware of what's going on. They can't control it and they can't stop it. So this act, as Christina says, you know, as you call it, will be stopped when they see you as all bad. That's splitting. That's when we go from white to black and no gray and no, perhaps no forgiving, no understanding. Okay. So when you hurt somebody with BPD and make them feel sad, you're not a decent human, so you will get splitted. And then your positive qualities won't be reflected back to you, but the negative ones. And you don't like the bad, ugly, and evil side of yourself, but you will see it. So I don't necessarily think, I disagree with Christina here because I don't think that the borderline is now reflecting or mirroring back your bad qualities. I don't think that 
that that's happening at all. I think that's when they go into a rage. So I think she's perhaps not as accurate in her description here because mirroring is usually done in the positive stages of the relationship with the borderline, not necessarily when they split on you, when they detach on you, when they discard you. I don't think they're reflecting your evil qualities. That's when their Pandora is way out of their box, so to speak. So, uh, you know, if the person with BPD, she goes on to say, externalizes their anger, then they will reflect your negative qualities back to you, plus a lot of anger and hate, which stem from the intense emotional pain they're in because of you. So again, you know, I disagree with you, Christina, in the sense that you're, you're saying it's our fault. It's my fault. And now that's why borderlines can never take responsibility for their actions. It's never their fault. It's somebody else's fault. And I'm not entirely sure why a borderline can't do that, but that's what they do. So be prepared that everything wrong in their life, even extending beyond the time of your relationship, going years before you even met them, will be your fault. Have you had that happen? MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. If you have, I'd be interested to hear how that's played out for you. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. So she goes on to say that if they internalize their anger, then you won't even know that they're feeling any negative emotions at all. When they start to split, they don't say a word. They just leave. So that's the other side of the coin. And that goes back to my previous podcast of those who say and those who do. So yes, sometimes what will happen is, is that when the borderline feels threatened, when you've triggered them, then they're going to basically exit the relationship before they perceive that you are going to. They always have to one up you in that department because if you leave them, if you abandon them, then you devastate them. So this is why they will frequently basically tell you that they're done with you and that the reason they're done with you is because it's your fault. It's not their fault. It may not be the reason that you know you have put up with their abuse for days, months, or even years. It's your fault. You are the reason why they are leaving. You are the reason why they have discarded you. So these are things that you have to think about as you enter further into a relationship with a borderline that things will never be what they seem. Borderlines are always thinking ahead of the game. They're always two or three steps ahead of you. They're always plotting the end of the relationship. And then they may actually incite you to end the relationship because after all, that's what's going to inevitably happen So therefore, why not let's go ahead and fast forward into the relationship and end it while we can. My UBPT wife was always ending our relationship when we were in the dating phase because she did not want to go and become, I guess, involved in a relationship because inherently that relationship was going to end. So therefore, she would end it before it ended, if that makes any sense. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Your thoughts, your comments, and your suggestions always welcome. Thank you for making this podcast one of the fastest growing podcasts in the field of borderline personality disorder. I like to think that this is a safe place for those of us who are survivors, those of us who are enduring a relationship, and perhaps 
we're giving you some insight so that you can make good, solid decisions. And remember, you are a good person, no matter what you're told. And also remember that abuse in any shape or form, be it physical, emotional, verbal, should not be tolerated. Can you establish boundaries with a borderline? Can you tell them that what they just said or how they behaved hurt you? That goes on a case-by-case basis because you really don't know how they're going to react if you do react and tell them, look, you know what, I did not appreciate that, or you gray rock them, that means going uh, quiet. Um, They will perceive that as potential abandonment, and then that may lead to other issues. So uh, I do appreciate Christina posting this. She was clinically diagnosed with BPD. It gives us an insight uh, of their thinking and what they're thinking and how, you know, we can react to that. Knowledge is power. Okay. Knowledge and understanding gives me a tremendous amount of solace and comfort and gives me, I guess, the will to carry on because now that I see the situation for what it is, now that I've come out of the fog, um, I found that my relationship, at least on my end of the spectrum and my ability to deal with the relationship has improved tremendously. And I certainly hope that you take away something from these podcasts that will help you in that endeavor as well. So be well, and in whatever you do, be good. Till next Friday at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time for the next podcast. Goodbye, take care, and be well. 